Mutual.com to learn more. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, Wisconsin is winning at the 100th anniversary celebration of the American Farm Bureau Federation during their annual meeting on now in New Orleans. And we've got the latest for you. How are you? Five minutes after five o'clock on a Monday morning, 14th day of January. But this week, honestly, it's not real January Lake. Today we'll see cloudy skies, 35 are expected high. So a pretty mild day overall. Tomorrow, partly sunny and 36. Now, Wednesday, will drop down to 30 degrees under a sunny sky. Thursday, partly sunny and 32. Then Friday, some light snow back in the forecast, 28 degrees. We have been very lucky that none of that uh, crazy winter weather that's just south of Wisconsin swept into the state. We'll talk more about the weather. Stu Macher, Ag Meteorologist, joining us in about 15 minutes. When you think of Palmer Amaranth, water hemp, ragweed, and mare's tail, doesn't it just make you want to give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post-emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action. So you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built-in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds. Pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at DiflexDuo.us. Always read and follow label instructions. Three great farm credit cooperatives have united to champion agriculture and rural America like never before. First Farm Credit Services. Eggstar Financial Services. Badgerland Financial. Now united as Compeer Financial. Our name may have changed, but our commitment to rural America has not. And as a cooperative, our member owners understand this firsthand through benefits like our patronage program, which gives profits back to member owners. Learn more at Compeer.com. Trademarks of Compeer Financial and Equal Credit Opportunity Lender. And now it's time for another Focus on Energy flashback. No matter what you're doing on the farm, a remodel, an upgrade, uh, anything like that, and maybe possible new construction, you should always call the Focus on Energy Advisors in advance because you guys have the trained eye on where to look for those kind of energy savings and especially those bonuses, double bonuses. Yes, not only do we have the two dairy energy specialists, but we also have 12 energy advisors located throughout the state to help those customers get in on those first uh, planning meetings to make sure that we get as many incentives for the farmers as we can because Lord knows that they need it right now. Boy, for sure. FocusOnEnergy.com is the website. I always encourage you, uh, whether you're working with an electrician, a builder, anybody in the trades, make sure you ask them early on, hey, are you a part of the Focus on Energy program? Do you know our Focus on Energy advisor? Many, many will. Partnering with Wisconsin Utilities. Focus on Energy. Learn more at focusonenergy.com. You know, we see plenty of changes in Wisconsin agriculture, plenty of changes in agriculture all the way around. Sometimes it's a name, sometimes it's deeper than that. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I'll tell you what, Bob, speaking of name changes, this week we've got the Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic happening just down the street from uh, the radio ranch here at the southern end of the barn. And that... uh, that used to be nothing but uh, the Wisconsin Crop Improvement uh, Convention. Now they gussied it up, Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic. Same show, a little different title. Sometimes that's what happens in agriculture. We see new names change all the time with consolidation in agriculture, buyouts, and uh, new startups, Pam, that's for sure. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And not far from our barn is an organization, a rather new organization in agriculture, called Conservus. 
had a chance to talk recently with Patrick Christie, who is with Conservice in the Twin Cities, about his organization, uh, what that name means, and what they do as an organization for agriculture. Conservice is a farm management system that helps the farmer manage all of their business. So we take everything from their financial plans to their inventories to all of the work they do during the year to that harvest moment and we bring it all in one place. It's organized so that they can get better control of costs, know their cost of production, and frankly be in control. We, uh, and, and we started 10 years ago, so we're actually in 30 states, we're in Australia, and we've been chopping wood with farmers to make the system the best it can be for a long time. Well, let's get into some of the nuts and bolts of Conservus and that uh, program that you put together. Where do you start and how do farmers take advantage of this and what kind of responsibility does a farmer have to know his own operation to provide maybe some of the numbers that will work for his individual farms? And I assume you, you tailor make this to an individual farmer. That, that's a great question. So we actually, uh, we start with people. And so we spend time to make sure the problems we're solving for the farmer are the ones that they want to solve. Just because we have a comprehensive system doesn't mean that a farmer uses all of it. We have a lot of farmers that might just want to manage harvest because it's where every penny, every bushel really counts. And by automating that, they're in a better position to know how to market. We go on site, we configure the system for the way they farm, and then we are there with them every day with a dedicated team of folks because the technology is only as good as the people that stand behind it, and that's what we're dedicated to do. Now, every day. What do you mean by every day? For a week, a month, the growing season? What are you talking about? Uh, every day. So we have a dedicated team. Every one of our farmers gets a dedicated team member, and if it's uh, Monday morning, Friday night, Saturday, they have a question, a problem, they're trying to solve something, they want to get a report out to a landlord, they, they can't figure out how to do it, we're literally their best friend. We're there to help them on the phone, on email, over web interactions. We're truly their partner. And as we uh, look at, at this program, what kind of information from the farmer to you to get it all started? How do you get it started? Great question. So when we implement a farm, we actually help collect all the data for the farm. So we're doing it with the farmer. The farmer doesn't have to try and figure it out. And what we're collecting are the fields, the uh, FSA information, the operators, the workflows that a farmer may have, and we configure the system. So the first time they log in, it's their farm. As you look at this, are we talking more than just the economic numbers and how what you're doing as far as planting your crop and fertilization will pencil out for you? Or are you helping them with the uh, agronomy questions they might have? How all-encompassing, in other words, is this system? So what we don't do is make agronomic recommendations. But what we do is give you a place to put what you want to do from an agronomic perspective and link it to costs, link it to inventories, link it to the effectiveness of what happened in that field. So we know exactly what happened in the field because we're tracking all the operations. We can, John Deere, we can integrate with John Deere and climate, which means we get access to a lot of machine data. We can automatically bring that into the system. So in real time, you can see actuals against what you expect. So it's, it's really an operational, it's really a farm management system that gives you the linkage between operations and costs. So how how much time does this take a busy farmer, especially now we get into the harvest season or dairy farmers that are milking cows two or three times a day, how much time do they need to spend with this system to 
interpret what the information is being spit back at them, so to speak? Yeah, great question. So it actually should be whatever they're, if they're not managing today, it's going to be more. If you're managing this information today, which all of our farmers are trying to do, it's going to be less because now it's organized in one place. You don't have to go chase all these different data silos. So it's about giving farmers more time, getting their time back, and also giving them greater confidence that they're in control of the information that matters. And as we look at the various operations we have in agriculture, there's more than just growing corn and beans, dairy farmers, hog producers, livestock producers. How in-depth can you, are you talking about managing rations better? What are y'all able to do? Yeah, great question. So most of our customers are in cropping. We have cropping and perm crops of all things. So we actually are in nuts and citrus. Uh, we don't do livestock yet, but we have a lot of livestock customers who use our product to manage all their cropping production. And in some cases, they'll bring that right into inventories, which go into their feed mills for, for livestock feed. Uh, but it is primary uh, crops, and it's not just uh, corn and beans. We're in 30 different row crops, everything from pulses, uh, wheat, canola, into the south. We're into uh, cotton, rice. So we have a pretty broad perspective. At the end of the day, the farmers are still trying to manage the same things. I have a plan. I have to put things to work. Can I get my costs under control? Because you can't control weather. You can't control all these things you can't control. Well, let's focus on what you can control. You can control your operations. You can control where your costs are. You can control leakage. Make sure you don't have uh, the wrong purchase order for the wrong product. We make that very easy. As you look at the information that all the input will spit out, is it just that? Is it just, well, here's what it looks like, or here are some recommendations that you might want to use going forward. How how much of that is available or is it just raw data that here's what you're doing and what it looks like? Uh, it's it's more than raw data, but it's not. we're not yet saying to a farmer, based on these three things, here's something to consider. Uh, I think it's really dangerous. We don't want to be uh, the farmer, but we want to give the farmer all of the tools that they want and need to be the best farmer that they want to be, right? So uh, the job is not to just take information from one place and present it. We are assembling information. So I'll give you an example. We can do a report that's based on landlords or ownership. So let's say you have an ownership, an entity with three different people, different splits. We can create a report in real time that will track the splits based on the costs that have been applied to that field. That's intelligence. It's not a recommendation, but it saves 15 steps for the farmer to hit one report that they can give to their ownership entity and understand where those costs need to be split up. What does it take to get a program like this set up if we're starting from scratch? What kind of numbers and information does a farmer have to provide to your folks to get this set up so you can get the system flowing? You know, because we've done this so many times, we've got it down to a pretty good routine. It takes about one to two days to go get the information organized and help get the team trained. And because farming has these different cycles, like if we were to start with a farmer before harvest, we're not going to train them on everything up front. We're going to train them on harvest. And once they get through with harvest, we'll work on the next cycle. So it's actually not that difficult to get set up. I think the hardest part is, um, is the farmer really wanting to make decisions by having this information organized. Not everybody does. It sounds like... Uh the information is that much better the more information a farmer will give you in other words of the farm you talk to a farmer this week and maybe don't talk to him for another month you missed a whole month of opportunity there based on changing situations on the farm yeah again i think most of the farmers that are using our system 
they're thirsty to be in a position of control and they're just trying to figure out how to make it easier, better, smarter. So uh, that, that hasn't been the case. I, I think it's, it's more the opposite. The farmers are trying to figure out what information matters. There's so much data out there. Okay, what, what really do I need to pay attention to to make a difference on my farm? And we help organize it so you can make that difference. So what does it take for a farmer to get started with a program like this to consolidate at this point all his cropping information to get these reports to give him more guidance? Uh, it, it starts with a call. It starts, uh, we, we come out on site. We're going to talk to you to make sure that this is, this is not for everybody. We want to make sure this is going to solve problems that matter for you. And then we'll figure out how to make sure it's implemented in a smart, thoughtful way so that you get the biggest bang for your investment. And then we're your partners through the long haul as you decide to do more or less. What's the long-range plan with Conservus? Are you going to get into livestock? Are you going to strictly focus on uh, row crops and, and other crops that you mentioned, Patrick? You know, our mission is to serve the needs of our farmers. And so as we can, every year we're investing heavily in what we can do. And so uh, three years ago we didn't have a perm crop product or a permanent crop product for citrus and nuts. Now we do. So we're going to continue to expand to meet the needs of our farmers. An interesting concept, Conservis. You have a website. Uh, ag. All right, and you can find out more about it. Go on the website or give Patrick Christie a call. He's over in Minneapolis where Conservis is headquartered. With Patrick Christie at Conservis, I'm Bob Bosold. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. So right around the time that my clock hit daylight savings time, my attitude hit holidays. Fabulous Farm Bay PM Yankee here for my friends at Zimbrick Chevrolet Main Street Sun Prairie. Oh, I've already been over there because this is the time of the year where you're going to be out on Wisconsin roadways when Mother Nature doesn't necessarily treat your ride kindly. Whether it's going up north for deer hunting or visiting family and friends through the holidays, make sure you're ready. So head on over. All through the month of November, Zimbrick Chevrolet's got Black Friday savings. You don't have to wait until the holidays to make sure you're ready. And don't forget, Zimbrick Chevrolet has the best price guarantee. If you find a better deal, which I don't think you will, Zimbrick Chevrolet will best it or pay you $500 cash. Whether it's winter tires going up there? or windshield wipers and fluids, get that service call in for savings today. Zimbrick Chevrolet. Main Street, Sun Prairie. Hi, this is Dave Gary, the owner of the Princeton Clubs. What a start to 2019. It's incredible to see so many people improving their health at the Princeton Clubs. And there's still time to join us. Our lowest rates of 2019 are available until January 31st. Our members exercise for many different reasons. But one thing's the same. We're all here for a better tomorrow. So what's your reason? Come tell us and we can help you make it happen. With new equipment, upgraded facilities, and new classes, we have more ways to help you succeed than ever before. Our clubs are open 24 hours a day, spotlessly clean, and we offer free childcare. Plus, with locations all over the Madison area, including our new club in Fitchburg, you'll never be more than a few minutes away. Now's the time to join. Our lowest rates of the year are still available until January 31st. Visit PrincetonClub.net for more details and a free trial pass. 
On the job till the cows come home, this is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Coming up on 521 on a Monday morning, not a lot of snow around our listening area, but boy, there's snow in other parts of the country. Stu Mock, Ag Meteorologist, joining us live via Skype. Yikes, I'm just starting to learn about some of the snow tallies. You don't have to get very far from Wisconsin before it starts adding up. So no snow in our forecast. No, not really. There may be just a little bit of a flurry chance over in eastern Wisconsin tonight or just into early tomorrow, but that's going to be about the extent of it. The mild temperatures hold on. Another very pleasant day today, but there is a front that's going to drop through out of the north, still up in southern Canada. That one's going to open up the gate, let that cold air in here as we head toward the end of the week. I'll have forecast details right after this. This is Ty Gaffney. I would like to invite you to my family's Angus Bull Sale on February 2nd in Partyville, Wisconsin. We are selling our best black Angus bulls. They rank in the top 15% for birth weight, weaning weight, and dollar beef. The sale starts at 2 p.m. at the Brenneman Bull Barn. Look us up online. The Gaffney and Lynn's families are looking forward to seeing you on Saturday, February 2nd in Partyville. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. When their employees live where you live, that's Wisconsin Strong. When they support the local community by giving back, that's Wisconsin Strong. When your insurance premiums stay here, that's keeping Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual has been voted one of the top 50 insurance companies in the nation for auto, home, business, and farm insurance for the 10th year in a row. Their local agents and local employees make us Wisconsin Strong. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. At Compeer Financial, we understand how challenging farming and this way of life can be. And we know you can't predict what the upcoming growing season will bring. So while there's nothing wrong with hoping for the best, preparing for everything is even better. That's why so many farmers look to us to help manage their risk and protect their investment with crop insurance coverage. Contact your local Compeer Financial crop insurance specialist before the March 15th sign-up deadline or visit us at Compeer.com. Compeer Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. 523 now. All right, Stu, give us some more details on what we can plan for this week. All right, that big high-pressure system in the center of the country right now going to give us the break today. Partly sunny skies east, mostly cloudy west, but still pretty mild in the low 30s today with the southwest winds about 5 to 10. More clouds tonight, and especially in eastern and southeast Wisconsin, but all of us get the chance of just a little patchy freezing drizzle or a few snowflakes late tonight. Maybe they linger too early tomorrow in the south. Otherwise, cloudy overnight, mid-20s for lows, west winds at 5 to 10. Mostly cloudy. He's still fairly mild, closer to mid-30s tomorrow, and then more sunshine by Wednesday, low 30s. Then we're in the 20s Thursday, Pam. Maybe teens most likely look like we'll be around here for Saturday, so getting colder to the end of the week. But not any measurable snow. 
No big storms, nothing like that. Just the cold air waiting to come in. All right, thanks, Stu. Stu Muck, Ag Meteorologist with Weather Details. Coming up on 525, what do we got around the state? Well, so far in La Crosse, you're clear in 21. Mauston, clear in 23. Clouds in Madison, 25 degrees. Fond du Lac, clear in 21. Oshkosh, clear in 21 degrees. So like Stu said, uh, fairly mild already and hopefully getting a little bit better as far as temperature later today. But you don't have to go far before you see measurable snow on other parts of the countryside. Coming up after 5.30, an update from the Big Easy, Wisconsin's winning in New Orleans. Stand by. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just ice on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was, serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Attorney John Rihala with Clifford and Rihala. At Clifford and Rihala, we have the experience you need to help you after any kind of collision. We help people who have been seriously injured, ranging from pedestrians hit crossing the street, people rear-ended by semi-trucks, to victims of drunk driver crashes. No matter how you've been injured, our experienced and skilled attorneys will help you get your maximum recovery. And very importantly, we also know how to protect that recovery. At Clifford and Rihala, we understand that many issues can come up after a settlement is reached. If those issues aren't handled carefully, an injury victim can lose money. Don't let that happen to you. Call Clifford and Rihala. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys, fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. It's kind of intimidating when your dad is one of the most famous jewelers in America. And you're supposed to follow in his footsteps. Yeah, and those are some big footsteps. How old were you when you came to work at Kessler's? Well, I started handing out balloons to customers when I was six. Wow. Dad was on the radio 52 weeks a year for more than 25 years. I'm talking to Monica Kessler of Kessler's Diamonds. He gave me and the other owners a gigantic opportunity. The other owners? Kessler's is 100% employee-owned. I'm just one of several dozen owners. So when I walk into Kessler's, I'm greeted by an owner? Every time. So what's your earliest memory of a Kessler's radio ad? In the beginning, Dad would end every ad by saying, I'm Richard Kessler, and I want to be your jeweler. What's he doing now? Playing golf, mostly. Is there anything you'd like to say before we go? Yes. I'm Monica Kessler, and I want to be your jeweler. Along with a few dozen other wonderful people hand-selected by my father. Welcome. Kessler's. 
Hi, Mark Ganser here. Ganser has the answer. Trusted in the Madison area for over eight decades, let us show you why. We only carry Infinity fiberglass windows from Marvin, windows that can endure our Wisconsin weather, not vinyl. Mark, you mean the plastic windows with the wood grain stickers? Yes, Stacy. Vinyl windows will jam, warp, crack, and fade over time. Ganser Company offers free in-home estimates. Ask about our financing options today. Visit our website at gansercompany.com or stop by the showroom off the Beltline near Todd Drive. Are you looking to remodel your bathroom? Don't want it to go on forever? If you hate cleaning your shower or bath, look no further than Bath Planet from Ganser. The only bath system backed by the good housekeeping seal of approval. Baths redone in only a few days. Schedule your free in-home consultation now or stop into our beautiful showroom on the Beltline. Let our designers design the bath of your dreams. Answer, that's the answer. Art doesn't see disabilities. That's because art is truly for everyone, all artists, ages, cultures, and abilities. But for individuals with disabilities, making art transforms not just them as creators, it transforms everyone around them. VSA Wisconsin has been changing lives through art for over 30 years. We provide accessibility and participation in all arts learning that enhance so many aspects of life. For thousands of Wisconsinites with disabilities, from three years old to seniors, we offer participation in music, visual art, creative writing, movement, and drama. What can VSA Wisconsin do for you? Inspire. You'll see at our programs, shows, events, and sales throughout the state. Attend classes and workshops taught by professional artists at the VSA Art Center in Madison. Or visit our gallery and shop and take some inspiration home. Visit us online at vsawis.org to volunteer, donate, to get informed, get involved, and get inspired by art all over again. Like if you think about all these new cutting edge young guys, they're all 40 or under. All of them grew up playing these video games. And when you play your friends, you don't like the 17 to 10 video games. You like the 50 to 40. Yeah, all out juggernaut offense. And you had these games in Madden where you could create your own playbook. You could go through and choose which playbook you wanted to play with. You could run it. You could be the GM of a team. That's why all these guys, I feel like, that were hardcore into football, grew up playing those games, designing their own offenses, designing, you know, being able to call coverages that's, and all that's that a good, stuff. That's a good thought. And now all of a sudden, we have games that are 50 to 40 with the Chiefs and the Rams, and we have these guys that grew up playing these video games that are now the coaches. Well, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2. I kind of want to be a cowboy now. I'm, I'm not sure if the that facial really hair. carries over, but <laughs> start dueling people like a Western. No, but, um, well, if that's the case, Nelson, and if there's a lot of guys like me that played Madden, then how come we're still seeing people punt? <laughs> if it was up to me, there'd be no punting in the NFL, or if I coached the team. I think that's where you have your analytics where they still come <laughs> into play. All right, so you still got to punt? Obviously, Mike McCarthy never uh, played video games because he would punt on, like, 4th mm. and 1 and 2. Hey, but, uh, by the way, P.S. Did I just give a shot at Mike McCarthy? P.S. Thanks. It, I don't, we didn't get this in. I don't know if Zach had it the sports slashes. I apologize. Ron Zook, sad day. Oh, oh. Ron, Ron Zook. Oh, well, Ronnie gone. Oh, it is. Uh, special teams. Did I see the Browns were sniffing around at him or something? What? Maybe it might have been a joke, but I'll have to go investigate that. And I want to ask you this. Nelson has a little eureka moment. I kind of like that, Nelson. That's, that's good thinking right there. I saw this op-ed from uh, the WIAA, and you have kids, and you coach, and you've probably you've refed before, yeah. correct? Yeah. They said this op-ed claimed, yes. and I want to get your take on this, because you know your parent. 75% of high school officials claimed 
adult behavior was the primary reason they quit. Yep. Older officials retire and younger officials quit, resulting in a shortage of referees that has postponed or canceled high school athletic events across the state. It's it's insane. It's so bad. And I've seen it on three different levels. I was a play-by-play announcer for many years for Fox Sports Wisconsin and did every single high school state tournament. I still currently coach youth uh, sports, and I have two kids that are of WIA age that play, and they're both pretty competitive. It's insane. And I have a lot of – my dad was a ref. Uh, my uh, uncle was a ref. They're like, dude, the, the worst part about it is the criticism. Well, you're probably That's getting screamed at it's from ins- the stands. It's insane. And you're doing it for what? Like, what do you get for ref in a like game? Like 20, 50, bucks, 50 something in that range? Bucks. Like, do you really want to go make 50 bucks to get belittled for three hours no. from parents sitting in the stands over their kids who they think are the next, you know, LeBron James or something? It's bad. It's bad. So there is there is literally a shortage of referees? Yeah. Because I don't have any kids or nothing. No, I don't it's, go to it's, high that's a wrestling. legit thing. Well, I know there is a shortage, especially in wrestling, too. Because uh, for oh a couple- d- yeah, dude, when my dad got inducted in the Hall of Fame in Dodgeville, uh, Dodgeville, Dodgeville, um, one of the guys that just, put- wait, hang on, did you just say dodgeball? Yeah, an accident. Cram it up your cram hole on the floor. One of the guys, the guy uh, Eric, he put on the whole event and part of Dodgeville wrestling. And I'm like, Eric, why are you in your stripes, man? I thought you were gonna be like, you know, emceeing this thing and you know helping out with the Hall of Fame induction. He's like, No, I am, but I also have to ref because we literally can't find anybody. Yeah. So this guy's pulling like triple duty. To ref. So there is a shortage, huh? All because of the, they said 75% quit because of the parents screaming. I'll leave you with this story. Then we got a a great news of the weird, and then we're going to hear from our Badger Insider. So I have a a buddy who is an athletic director. I want him in the high school because I don't want to out how just embarrassingly terrible this group of parents is. But we were having this discussion recently about officials, and he said, you think that's bad? He goes, look at this. Pulls out a binder. That a parent gave him of the basketball team where the parents were charting playing time and shots of the kids on the team. Stop. And that their kid wasn't getting enough shots. And this guy had a spreadsheet and binder. Analytics have taken over high school sports? uh, That he brought to the eight. This is the world we live in of how just insane some people are oh so uh jordan stewart said i don't even know like we talk about d-bag that's like beyond d-bag our guy jordan stewart six just tweeted at me at evo says he says we need wrestling and football officials like crazy our association in the madison area yep. added one official this last year it's terrible that's nuts. Yeah, i used to officiate a little bit after you know during my early college years until i ref the match where a kid got thrown awkwardly and they landed on his leg and it snapped his femur and i heard it haven't ref since. Well, that's the, a little dark and, and morbid, parent, Nelson. The parent was upset that I didn't call potentially dangerous when there was nothing dangerous. Like, they fell to the ground and one fell on the other's leg. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, you take a look around the state of Wisconsin. It's not what you'd normally expect at this time of the year. Very little snow unless you go way up north. Uh, it'll get here, I'm sure, and when it does, how are Wisconsin livestock owners going to manage around it? There's a revised tool that's going to be available to Wisconsin livestock owners beginning of February. We're talking about it with Mark Jenks from the Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection before we hit 6 o'clock. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Monday. Not a lot of things to point to on this date in history. One that made me kind of giggle. On this date back in 1967, the Summer of Love was launched. 
They called it uh, the Human Bee-In. And as you might expect, it was in San Francisco, which turned out to be kind of the epicenter of the hippie revolution. So you folks that might have been born 67, 68, were you a product of the Summer of Love? That's what was happening in San Francisco on this date. Otherwise, not a whole lot that we can discuss. 1943, Churchill, Roosevelt, and de Gaulle all were in Casablanca on this date discussing their World War II strategies. Birthdays today, the only one that caught my attention back in 1875, Albert Schweitzer was born. And now you know. Hey, what we also know this morning is Wisconsin is winning at the 100th American Farm Bureau Federation annual meeting on now in New Orleans. Wendy Cannell, who coordinates the Young Farmer Activities here in Wisconsin, pleased to report that we've got two of our competitors advancing. We have some really great news. Kelly Wilford, who was our discussion meet contestant, just was announced a Final Four contestant out of 36 competitors here at American Farm Bureau. And Justin Livia Doyle, who were our excellence in ag competitors, were just named top 10 finalists out of a total of 29 um, applicants this year. So it's a really big year. This doesn't happen very often. So it's an exciting night. Oh, we got, we have, uh, and, and then we had the Pauls. They were competing as well, and, and they did quite well too. The Pauls did an excellent job representing Wisconsin as dairy farmers, um, filling out and sharing the application and sharing their stories. They were had the opportunity to come down to New Orleans and network and learn and uh, learn about ways that they can improve their farm, and so it's great to have them here as well. What will our, our contestants who have advanced, what are they going to be doing today? Well, Kelly will be uh, competing in the Final Four contest, so um, she will be competing in, an, in a discussion meet with three other competitors from around the U.S., which is exciting. Uh, they will be discussing the topic of adding value to the farm, so how farmers can add some profit, profit to their farm. Um, so it's going to be a really great topic for them. Justin and Livia have completed everything that they've needed to done while they were here in New Orleans. They gave a 25-minute presentation to a group of about 70 people, and so all of they will do is they'll go on stage and we'll find out uh, where they fall in the top 10. They had a, such a great presentation and it was such a fun presentation as well and I, for me that was one of the things I liked best about it. Yeah, Justin and Livia are just really um, positive, upbeat individuals. They're really great members because it, their positivity gets other members involved and so their presentation was phenomenal. As auctioneers too, they were able to put a little bit of that into their presentation and get people doing a few chants so that was fun too. Talking with Wendy Cannell, she is uh, the uh, Young Farmers uh, Chair at uh, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. She helps with all of the young farmers and all of the different uh, competitions that they do. Why is it important to do this? To, I, I know that Dale used to do this for many years, but why is it important for, for to get these farmers, these young farmers involved? Yeah, being involved in our Young Farmer Program really gives our members the opportunity to hone in on their personal and uh, professional leadership development skills. So whether it's participating in contests in this and really putting down on paper uh, what they've done and what their goals are is really, really great to see. And so allowing them to do that and then get up and tell people about it and share their story uh, really is a good leadership development opportunity for them. Wendy Cannell, coordinator of the Young Farmer Activities here at the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, along with fellow farm broadcaster Brian Winnikins, down in the Big Easy, New Orleans, where the 100th anniversary of the American Farm Bureau Federation's convention continues through Wednesday. Today, a big day down there, aside from the competitive events that uh, Kelly Wilford from Manitowoc County and Justin and Olivia Doyle from Iowa County will continue in, 
Today, they are also welcoming President Donald Trump to their general session. Uh, Second time in a row that the president has made this a priority visit on his itinerary. It's 540. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. When their employees live where you live, that's Wisconsin Strong. When they support the local community by giving back, that's Wisconsin Strong. When your insurance premiums stay here, that's keeping Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual has been voted one of the top 50 insurance companies in the nation for auto, home, business, and farm insurance for the 10th year in a row. Their local agents and local employees make us Wisconsin Strong. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. So you think you're ready for Wisconsin weather. Well, let me remind you, Madison averages 43 inches of snow per year and 35 inches of rain. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for my friends at McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street, right there in the heart of Sauk City, just off Highway 12, where everything is all under one roof. Boy, is that convenient when it comes to Wisconsin weather and making sure that your ride is safe. Now, remember, McFarland's takes care of all of your rides, whether it's autos, pickup trucks, large trucks, farm tractors, but it doesn't stop there. Bicycles, snowblowers, garden tractors, and RTVs. Listen, if you're depending on your ride and those tires, you should depend on McFarland's. And as always, service all under one roof in the auto and tire shop. Stop on by today and make sure your ride's safe for Wisconsin roadways. McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City. When you think of Palmer Amaranth, water hemp, ragweed, and mare's tail, doesn't it just make you want to give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post-emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action. So you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built-in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds. Pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at DiflexDuo.us. Always read and follow label instructions. All right, a quick look at markets and overnight activity. They're fairly quiet with the exception of soybeans. Right now, December corn's down a quarter of a cent at 401 and a quarter. November beans down six and a half at 945 and a half. July new crop wheat down three and a half at 526 a bushel. Just waiting to see what they find out as far as tangibles from those meetings with China last week. And of course, a government shutdown persisting. We're still working without a lot of information in the trade. As far as dairy was concerned, Friday barrel cheese dropped a quarter at 124 and a half. 40 pound block cheese was up two at 141. Double A butter two and a quarter higher on Friday to 225 and three quarters per pound. February milk right now down three at 1446. March is up three at 1509. A hundredweight still have to get out to June before we see any $16 opportunity on those fluid milk contracts. Taking a break. Coming up next, Manure Management in Wisconsin. Got to pay attention to details, and we've got more details next. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. If you've been injured in a bad crash, you might think the facts are so clear that you don't need an attorney. Big mistake. Insurance companies have many arguments to reduce settlements, no matter how clear the claim may seem. I'm John Rihala. At Clifford and Rihala, we have the experience you need to take on those arguments and win. Recent example. A young woman was driving when an oncoming car crossed the center line and crashed into her head-on. She was severely injured and paralyzed and needed experienced lawyers. 
though her case seemed clear, the insurance companies still came up with lots of reasons why they didn't want to pay. We fought for her and made sure she and her family received the full compensation they deserved. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Raihala, hard-working, skilled attorneys, fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. It's kind of intimidating when your dad is one of the most famous jewelers in America. And you're supposed to follow in his footsteps. Yeah, and those are some big footsteps. How old were you when you came to work at Kessler's? Well, I started handing out balloons to customers when I was six. Wow. Dad was on the radio 52 weeks a year for more than 25 years. I'm talking to Monica Kessler of Kessler's Diamonds. He gave me and the other owners a gigantic opportunity. The other owners? Kessler's is 100% employee-owned. I'm just one of several dozen owners. So when I walk into Kessler's, I'm greeted by an owner? Every time. So what's your earliest memory of a Kessler's radio ad? In the beginning, Dad would end every ad by saying, I'm Richard Kessler, and I want to be your jeweler. What's he doing now? Playing golf, mostly. Is there anything you'd like to say before we go? Yes. I'm Monica Kessler, and I want to be your jeweler. Along with a few dozen other wonderful people hand-selected by my father. Welcome to Kessler's. She knows which came first, the chicken or the egg. This is exciting news to me. It's time for the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Don't forget Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, joins us live via Skype tomorrow to put us ahead of the trade and what they're talking about in the marketplace. We'll also, of course, keep you up to date on what they're talking about down in New Orleans at the Big Easy. Today, President Donald Trump will be in front of the general session and will follow up on how our Wisconsin competitors are doing. You know, I just pulled up some snow depth information from across the state of Wisconsin as of uh, 7 a.m. yesterday morning. Honestly, you have to get north of Medford before you start to see any measurable snowfall. Now, that may be fantastic right now, but what is it going to mean this spring? Already a lot of farmers talking about their winter wheat there are alfalfa new seedings or alfalfa existing stands. And of course, there's always the issue of manure management. Well, come this spring, farmers are going to have a new manure management tool at their fingertips that hopefully will give them more information on the weather conditions they're dealing with where they can and shouldn't be spreading manure. Mark Jenks was telling me about it. He's the Nutrient Management Specialist, Bureau of Land and Water Resources within the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. It is the Runoff Risk Advisory System, and it's got some new revisions coming beginning in February. But what some folks may forget is this Runoff Risk Advisory System's been around for a while. Uh, it went active back in 2011, I believe. What was the motivation? Well, the motivation was a series of uh, uh, incidents of uh, well contaminations and fish kill events that happened, I think, back in the, the late 2000s, uh, 2008 or so, 2007. Uh, and the legislature directed the department to come up with some kind of system like this to try to help uh, when it comes to manure management issues. Now, have we have we seen a response? Are are more people tapping into manureadvisorysystem.wi.gov? Give me a little sense on history there. Well, it, as you might expect, when anything new like that starts, it starts out a little small, 
but we are able to track website traffic on there, and we do see an increase in traffic uh, every time you know the the manure spreading seasons are upon us in the spring and the fall, and even after we do um, you know press releases or, or radio interviews like this, we'll see an increase in traffic across the board. So, and, and the other thing to note is that you know Wisconsin is not the only state with a system like this now. So there's getting to be more increased traffic on sites like this uh, across the nation. Sure, sure. What kind of feedback have you gotten on this? Uh this tool because, like you said, it's been out there for a while. Uh, in general, uh, positive comments. You know, probably the biggest issue or the complaint was, uh, you know, based on the, the version one of the model, it was such a, a large watershed basin that we were able to do the modeling on that the forecast wasn't always necessarily um, accurate when it came down to a farmer's individual field, mm-hmm. uh, and not that the second version will do that either, but uh, the geographic scale of it always had to be kept in mind when you were when you were looking at the results. Now, you mentioned that uh, the Department of Ag's kind of acting as the coordinating location for um, the advisory, but you're working in conjunction with some of our soil scientists to hone in on some of the fine points on manure management. This is actually a very uh, broad-based agency collaboration. We work with uh, the data we're getting is from the the National Weather Service uh, River Flood Forecasting Center up in Shanahanson, Minnesota. They provide the data. Uh, We've had people from USGS working on this with us, Discovery Farms, UW Soils, uh, NRCS back in the beginning, and a number of agencies, DNR has been involved as well. So it, it's a broad-based spectrum of people working on this and uh, continuing to promote its uh, its continued use and uh, improvement. Well, and as we know, with the advance of technology, we want more and more information. And like you, to your point, in a in a smaller and smaller geography. So in February, there's going to be what I'll call the 2.0 version of the runoff risk advisory forecast. Tell me what the what the new version has to offer, Mark, that folks might not otherwise notice. Well, the biggest thing they'll, they'll see is a little change in the way the map looks. Uh, before, like I said, uh, it was based on a watershed basin, and those basins averaged roughly 280 to 300 square miles. Uh, the way the model data is going to be uh, collected and projected now, it's going to be on a grid-based system. So it's actually going to be collected on a four-kilometer square grid system uh, and then projected uh, potentially down to a two-kilometer grid. Uh, so it, it'll look a little different, uh, but hopefully that, that does uh, help improve the accuracy as well, even though it's, you know, it's still based on modeling information, so it has to be taken you know, just as one one thing to consider when you're when you're thinking about manure management. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is this uh, smartphone friendly, Mark? Is this something that I'll be able to access when I'm literally out in the field? Well, it's it's on the website right now, so if you can get to the website, uh, yes. But we are going to try to uh, roll out some additional features uh, later this year that will allow uh, p- potentially. Uh, text-based alerts or something like that, so a, a person could potentially subscribe uh, for free uh, to a particular area or uh, part of the state that they're interested in, and if the alert condition in that area changes, uh, we could potentially send them a text alert to, to notify them of that change. Well, and I'm imagining that that could also be uh, used by the agencies to send out special information if we're, we're looking at particularly heavy rainfall, even outside of manure management uh, time zones. Uh, 
Potentially. Uh, I guess options like that would have to be uh, considered, and uh, who knows where it could go from there, yes. And then uh, anything else in particular that the group or the farmers or your advisors have uh, asked about may not be there today, Mark, but always looking to the future and the information that today's uh, modern farm wants to have available. Well, uh, the one thing I think they will see is that with with the the new data that's going to be submitted uh, from the National Weather Service, we're also going to be able to provide information on uh, modeled precipitation forecast, soil saturation, and soil temperature. So that information will also be available on the new website uh, just by clicking on it, another tab. There will also be information on the side of the, the website where you can get links to, uh, say, your local land conservation department if you have questions about uh, uh, your particular area or nutrient management concerns or something like that. Uh, so it's, it hopefully will contain more information that people will find more useful. Well, and I don't want to undercut the, the original version, shall we say, Mark, because uh, that, again, was a collaboration with the National Weather Service. It was as real-time as we probably could expect, updating three times a day. And it did take into account things like slope and cover crops, etc. Yep, it certainly did. And uh, this model, uh, the, the second version of that, is, is not going to underchange that or undersell that by any means, no. And if I'm not technology savvy, uh, there is a little bit of a helper tutorial that we'll be seeing coming up in February too, correct? Yes, there will be a, an online tutorial, especially the first time you come to the website, that will kind of guide you through it and take you through some of the, the key features that uh, would be of interest and hopefully walk you through the steps you would need to take in order to be able to see those and have that work on your computer at home. Now, although we are concentrating attention on spring and fall for the key critical times of watching manure management, this is going to be live and updated through the year, is it not? Correct. Yep, we get a, we get a forecast update every day. Uh, initially, with the, the gridded forecast, we're looking at you know one update per day, uh, partly because it's a lot of additional information that has to be processed. Uh, but we're hoping to increase the, the frequency of the, the updates on that eventually as well. All right. So what is that website again, Mark? And uh, when can we expect uh, the 2.0 version to be ready? Probably the, e- the easiest way to get there is to Google uh, Wisconsin Manure Advisory System. And it uh, should be going live. That's our, our target is to, to go live with version 2 of the runoff risk advisory forecast on February 1st. He's Mark Jenks, the Nutrient Management Specialist with the Bureau of Land and Water Resources, Wisconsin Department of Agriculture. Like I said, the runoff risk advisory system's been around for a while. You can pull it up today, but by February 2nd or so, Mark believes that they'll have those new layers of uh, tools available for farmers for a more accurate and precise forecast on where they can and shouldn't be spreading manure. Just Google Runoff Risk Advisory System in